Welcome to Elemental Fun, a historical and cultural look of the elements of the periodic table. Welcome to Elemental Fun. My name is Grace. My name is Cindy. And we're here to talk about a pretty important element. Just a little bit. A little important to us. <laughs> Breathing. What? <laughs> that would be oxygen. 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 <gasps> so fresh and so clean. Clean. So fresh and so clean. <laughs> Double bonding. I mean, mean. Oh, yeah. nice one. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Oxygen does like a double bond. I know that's it's true. Why, that, yes, I know. <laughs> that's why I sang it. I was telling them. Oh, they may not know that. That's true. We're gonna learn <laughs> about we're doing this Oxygen. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize if you hear coughing. I have the fabulous hundred day cough. That's from the doctor. Yeah, the doctor calls it that. So, um, if I start coughing, it's probably because Sydney made me laugh. <laughs> Sorry. And then I'm hacking. I will mute my mic, but you'll probably hear it through Cindy's. <laughs> so I apologize in advance. We're talking okay. about oxygen today. Yes. In 1774. Ugh, good year. <laughs> Great year. <laughs> we had some nice oxygen levels there. It was interesting because, yes, 1774, Joseph Priestley. Priestley. Um, in Wiltshire. England. England. And also he, independently. Yes. He isolated... Joseph Priestley isolated it, mm-hmm. and so did Carl Scheele, Wilhelm Scheele. Oh, hi, Carl. In Uppsala, Upsa- oh, well, yes. Uppsala, Sweden, Sweden. Sweden. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so they both did it at the same time, separately. Yes, and and the interesting thing is, like, they kind of give them both credit because it's like, well, here's the thing: like, they didn't <laughs> really know, like, what all these different elements were elements, mm, right? And so they're like. I found something. I found something. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Although I have it that um, Wil- Wilhelm Schiel, um was in 1771. So oh, I, I think, yeah, that. he might have done it before. But, like, it, yeah, they just didn't know, like, oh, I found something. But they don't. It takes a while for in science for things to be like, okay, no, that is a different element. And now we're going to name yeah. it. Yeah. Well, Joseph Priestley called it something completely different, I think. Yeah, I think so. I don't have that written down. I actually read an interesting thing in Periodic Tales mm-hmm. where. Um, oh, that book. <laughs> <laughs> the book that our podcast is based up. Hey, look at that. There was a Polish alchemist that. In 1621, mm. also like, I either isolated it or um, he contributed it um, to the use of pioneering marine, uh, submarines in crossing the Thames. Mm. And so I don't think he actually gets any credit for it. But some people that are really into alchemists say that he also did it, you know, quite a bit earlier. And, you know, I actually, I I know I wrote this down somewhere. In 1608, Cornelius Drebbel. I thought you were going to say Cornelius Fudge. (laughs) No, but we're reading that right now. And and for my son, yeah, we're in book six now. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. 
I'm reading book three right now. Sweet. Just for fun. You've already read it before. Just so I they know. Oh. Yeah. This is Harry Potter we're talking about, by the way. <laughs> if you didn't know who Cornelius Fudge was. If Sorry. you are someone who has been living not in a, a hole. <laughs> well, they might not know Cornelius Fudge if they don't. Because, I mean, he's, he's a big character, but yeah, he's not like... Yeah, you've just only seen the right, movies, cursory. I guess. But yeah, he's not really big. We're enough. staying really focused tonight. Okay. I can tell. Anyways, Cornelius... Cornelius not, Drebbel, not mm-hmm. Fudge. Um, so the heating saltpeter... Uh, which is potassium nitrate, uh, released a gas, but he didn't know what that was, but mm-hmm. it was auction. So that was 1608. So, and then you're right. In 1774 yeah. was Priestley. 1771 was Schiel, but the account was not published until 1777. Oh. So it's like, right, you, you publish, you perish. Mm-hmm. It's, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Antoine Lavoisier claimed to discover it. Who is it. called the father of modern chemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said it should be named oxygene, which means acid forming, because mm-hmm. he thought it was the basis of all acids. Mm-hmm. Because of the oxides. Right. right? Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about uh, oxygen's uh, unique properties uh, a little bit later. But um, in the 1500s, they even said Da Vinci, da Vinci saw that... Da Vinci. da Vinci? saw that a fraction of air is uh, is consumed in respiration and combustion. Or something like that. Um, basically, in the 1500s, Da Vinci saw that there was like something funky about that. Yeah, a lot, well, a lot of people noticed that like when oxygen was released towards flames or anything like mm-hmm. that, it made the flames grow brighter. And it made, right. And something in hotter. air was doing something that. Something in air was doing that. But should we go back to the Excuse me. beginning? <laughs> like, we, oh, the beginning. Like, yes. the. So this was when it was, quote, discovered and although it is the third most abundant element in the universe, mm-hmm, that's um, true. We only had traces of it, mere traces of it in the planet before photosynthesis started happening 2.5 billion years ago. Mm-hmm. What? Evolution. Mm-hmm. Evolution. Want to um, talk about that? Yeah, I love evolution. I'm a <laughs> biologist, so it's one of my favorite subjects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so about 2 billion years ago is when oxygen first appeared, and that was due to photosynthesis. Do not do. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Do do. <laughs> I was saying D-U-E, not do do. I know, but I teach <laughs> second grade, so <laughs> I do. That's right, my son today just made up a whole song about poop and pee. Well, you yeah. know, if you watch funny. Magic School Bus, they have a whole song, mm. a whole episode about Poop a dunk a duty. <laughs> they awesome. do a disco song. Disco. Poop a dunk a duty. Anyways, so okay. Do I digress. Uh, so two billion years ago, do to okay. photosynthesis of not plants but blue green algae, right? Which is called cyanobacteria, which is a misnomer because it's not bacteria. It's not it's the back blue. door of a cafeteria. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's algae right right so they so you'll still see the term cyanobacteria but it's mainly more only called blue green algae now um so that's when um you know the reason why that we are around and mammals are around and all that was because of photosynthesis happening first that made the right. air around us um breathable basically because it was the, not the waste oxygen. of these yes. of this algae made all life on earth possible the waste of all plants and algae Yes, but it started. It started with, the algae, and actually, the the more than fifty percent of the oxygen we breathe actually comes from the algae in the oceans, not the plants, not huh. plants on land. That 
not surprising because yeah. most of it's our- all microscopic, which is just crazy. You know how much of it there has to be. It's gotta be crazy. a lot. It's a lot. So it's it's pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, you know what we breathe, cellular respiration. That process is the exact op, almost the exact opposite of photosynthesis. So right, the, the waste that we give them, they take in. The waste that they give off, we take in. Yeah. Um, it's the cycle of life. The cycle. So the what's interesting is you know of course we think of air. You think a lot of people think like oh oxygen right that's what we need but the air that we breathe is only 21 percent oxygen yes most of it's actually nitrogen which we already talked about mm-hmm. in our nitrogen mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. um but what i found interesting is that the the levels right so at 17 percent um you breathing becomes difficult for those that are unaccustomed to living at like a that thin of a of air so like high altitude high high, high i'm not sure exactly where the 17 percent would be but i'm mm-hmm. sure at some high altitudes you get to that point because mm-hmm. i mean even, even if you go to uh, you know, Mile High Stadium in Denver, you mm-hmm. know, people who are not accustomed to oh, the yeah. thinner air, you oh. start to... I yeah. remember just being so tired yeah. in Denver. Yeah, you're not getting as much oxygen. I, just, I, I, I went there <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to run around the block of my hotel. And I no. ran like halfway around. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, that's good. I'm going to yeah. go take a nap. Not enough oxygen. That was before I had kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's just like... Now I just want to take a nap <laughs> anytime. All the time. Anytime. I can um, be at sea level, which I am. Oh. <laughs> um, and then actually above, uh, and then above 25% oxygen uh, content, many organic compounds become highly flammable. So right. it's not necessarily that oxygen is flammable. It makes things around it more flammable. Mm. So the 21% is right in that sweet spot, right in the middle of not enough and way too much. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a sweet spot. Sweet spot. Um and I think there's something else about that evolution. Ooh, that's my paper. That was my paper. Should we talk about ozone? Uh, yeah, but just a sec for okay. that. So I did find Pause. my thing. Pause. So in a 2014 study in the Nature Geoscience, a 2.95 billion-year-old rock found in South Africa contained oxides that required free oxygen to form. And the rocks were originally in shallow seas, which they figure is the oxygen from photosynthesis accumulated in the marine environment about half a billion years before it accumulated in the atmosphere. So explain that yeah. to so my dumb brain. It start basically, so it wasn't, <laughs> you think, you know, we think of the, um, that whole process of, photo, of the you know, green plants and flowering plants and stuff like that, you know, uh, creating the oxygen that we breathe. But what they're saying here is that the, the, um, uh, the oxides that they found in the oceans there mean that oxygen started to become more present in the oceans before it happened in the air. Oh. So it started, again, everything started off in the ocean. I was going to say, it, it kind of makes sense because mm-hmm. like the algae was in the water. Right. Not, uh-huh. there's no land. Is there land algae? I don't think so. Isn't kind of the definition of algae mean that it's like water? Uh, no, I think you, yeah, I mean, you had to be moist. You could still have some that are moist. moist. <laughs> it's just one of those words. Mm. <laughs> um, but what's funny is that it, you, we think of, uh, you know, evolution and these, you know, extinctions and stuff like the things mm. that are happening and these great things that, you know, all plants and animals boomed after oxygen became present in the atmosphere. But we forget that the, there was uh, originally, there was, uh, because there was not much oxygen at all, right. most of the microbes there were anaerobic which means without oxygen. So they're obligate anaerobes, which means that they die in the presence of oxygen. Mm. So really, like the first really big mass extinction was the extinction of all the anaerobes. 
when oh, oxygen became more how present. How tragic. And no one ever talks <laughs> Nobody about talks that. Nobody talks about those poor anaerobes. You know, but that's probably that building of oxygen a, killed a ton of them. We need to have an open conversation about the anaerobes. <laughs> that's right. The only ones left had to go into hiding. Hashtag never forget. <laughs> they had to go into hiding. And they're still there. They, they can't come hiding? out. Or? Well, yeah, because they have to hide from oxygen. Oh. Where, the, where are they hiding? In the deep soil. Or deep, oh. d- deep down in the ocean, you know, d- deep down where there's not much oxygen. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for uh, anaerobic bacteria, you go that deep, dark, rich soil that you get in, has a lot of the anaerobes down there. But does it lose its deep, dark richness once you bring it up into the air? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's still dark, but that's just where the soil is. It's dark but the anaerobes there. die. The anaerobes die, yeah. Once they're So you're a murderer. Well, if it's an obligate anaerobe, if it's a facultative anaerobe, then it can can do oxygen or non-oxygen. But the obligate ones, they will die. So you do kill some. Just not all of them. This is like (laughs) way beyond my pay scale. Because, you know, I get, I don't. You get get totally paid for this. (laughs) Totally. I get paid in nothing. (laughs) You get Um, paid in psyche cash. Psyche Um, cash. Psyche cash. I like that. Yeah. Oh, no, that's what they told me when I was going to get my teacher certificate and stuff. They're like, you know, you don't do this for the money. You do it for the psyche cash. And I was like, no, I I need a paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I love the students and yes, that's great, but but I I, I actually need to get paid. (laughs) Little things. It's a job. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yes, so that was, you know, evolution. So there. Oxygen became present. Yes. Because of those microbes. So, like your microbes. Mm. Hashtag love microbes. Hashtag algae for life. <laughs> algae for life. Literally. <laughs> no, really. Like, would there be no life? Totally. No algae. Mm-hmm. So, um, oxygen is one of those uh, diatomic elements we're talking about. So, you find it by itself. It's always attached to another oxygen. Mm-hmm. So, that's you see O2. Mm-hmm. So, that leads into the ozone. Ozone, which is O3. three. Right? So, ozone, O2 plus... Uh, um, that's what. So let's o- let's explain. Yeah, let's explain what ozone. So ozone is ozone. three three oxygens. oxygen atoms bonded together. They're bonded, trifecta, happy. And what does the ozone do for us? Cindy? It shields us from the terrible UV light that the sun's trying to kill us with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why when they say, "Oh no, there's a hole in the ozone layer," they're talking about. The fact that the shield that we the have. shield <laughs> that keeps us from burning alive it keeps us safe. Yeah, we kind of need it. It's kind of important. Mm-hmm. So not only do we need oxygen to you know be able to breathe because you know the oxygen goes into our lungs and then it goes into our blood and then when there it does <laughs> goes somewhere stuff. The so, yeah the oxygen goes Explain, into our lungs. Cindy. <laughs> That's as far as I go. And then goes on to your hemoglobin. Yes, hemoglobin. With has iron on it. Right. So it's important. So if you're anemic, you don't have enough iron, which means you don't have enough oxygen, which is why you're tired. Oh. That makes makes sense. sense. I know. That's why I love science. (sighs) I just thought they were weak. (laughs) No. It's all back to the oxygen. Mm, it makes sense. So the oxygen goes in your blood and then it goes to your organs and your organs and everything that is trying to do work needs to take that oxygen to create energy or ATP. Mm-hmm. And in that process, the oxygen gets taken up and then they switch it out for carbon dioxide. Your right. blood goes, takes that carbon dioxide back to your lungs. You exhale the carbon dioxide and do the whole process. And water over vapor, again. right? Uh, uh, yeah, there's, that's the one thing that's a little bit different between photosynthesis and, and, um, cellular respiration, exactly where the water is, but yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So um. So yeah. Uh, and the, the thing about um, the history of it, which I uh, this is what I was trying to find before. Um, it said that there was. Let's see. Life was not until six hundred million years ago. So we. So the oxygen came around. Um, you know, two billion years ago, whatever. But life we didn't really didn't see. Um, as we know it, until 600 million years ago. And they found in a 2014 study that there were sponges that breathe in 0.5% to 4% of what is in the atmosphere today. So they can breathe in, like, very minimal oxygen. Okay. Um, and so this means that something else contributed to the rise of the animals, not just the presence of oxygen, because these guys could do it without the oxygen okay. that we, we, we assume is what how all, you know, plants and animals kind of came to be so that there is um you know the oxygen levels that we have may have been necessary to reach today's levels of life yes but life could exist before those the, the oxygen, oxygen we that, we, that we were thinking of. We yeah need so there's more to animal evolution than just the oxygen and good supply hmm. which is interesting so it's not just the algae that made it possible something else do we know what that else is we don't know so this was in 2014 that just realized that so they're like, whoa, that's cool. These sponges can breed like nothing. <laughs> so then. So we're not sure what <laughs> So it then is. They, they were able to evolve Mysteries. before. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yep. And they would believe that sponges were, were similar to some of the first animals on Earth because they're so simple. You know that you can put a sponge through like a filter and then it'll like reform itself. Sponges are <laughs> so cool. They're pretty. So cool. Pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, um, oh, I have one more thing about the oxygen in the air. In okay. The, in the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you have it, too. Um, maybe. Do you know what chemical creates those beautiful lights in the aurora borealis? Oxygen! It's oxygen! Yeah. Yeah, so if you're like, wow, I've seen the aurora borealis, and it is pretty. It is pretty. Who can you think? Oxygen. Oxygen, oxygen in our, in the stratosphere? Uh, I'm no. really bad at the spheres. <laughs> you <laughs> atmosphere versus stratosphere versus ionosphere. I it's one of those spheres. This will make you feel better. <laughs> I was reading about the lithosphere, and I was like, Ooh, I was like, which one of those is it in the air? I was like, it's oh, not, it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's the, the it's the ground. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it has the word sphere in it. Spherey. So that's that's there. round. Mm -mm. Sphere means round. That's true. So, you know, if you ever feel bad about not knowing your atmosphere, <laughs> just I, remember I that I was like, a rock. <laughs> I was like, oh, the lithosphere, is that like above the atmosphere? <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, read about two more that. words and went, oh, wait, it's the ground. Just kidding. Nah, I know my stuff. Not really. I don't teach <laughs> geology. It's not part of the. I don't it's teach It's not geology. part of the state standards <laughs> for my grade that I teach. Mm. So... It's, 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 it's not, not yeah. somebody else teach that later not a priority in life um yeah should we talk about yep um, oh it's in uh the weight of it that's interesting of where it weighs well the weight in other things mm -hmm. so almost 50 percent, 49.2 percent by mass of the earth's crust is oxygen and the compounds that it makes right because it's it's it, it's it's a very attachable element isn't it it is so thank you for the segue Oxygen. I wanted to give you that. It's super electronegative. You know what that means? It means it has a negative charge and it wants a positive charge. It should become. But it. But how balanced. does it? But it does it. Why does it get the electro? 
the negative charge because it's more electrons and it yes. has protons, neutrons. Well, it's a tr it's a it's, it's the term electronegative means of basically how um, attractive the element is to electrons. So electron oxygen is super electronegative. So basically, the electrons think that oxygen is like hot stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever, whoever you want to insert here, I always do like Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie or something like somebody hot. They're getting old. We gotta pick. Yeah, I know. I was, I was doing them to my students. I'm like, I need to, <laughs> I need to pick some new people because they're probably not. But um, yeah. So the electrons are attracted. I was to about to give another example, but then my brain just said Brad Pitt again. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So what Brad about Bra no? Oh. <laughs> no. Nope. Who, who's who's considered hot for young people? I don't know. Is Bieber still? cute i don't know, uh, I don't know. I think so. his clothing line is awful though well uh, looks like millennials yeah um <laughs> to be fair i am a millennial <laughs> i am technically I am not in that category i am not i I'm am just in the old gen x i believe oh. um but that electronegativity is very important which makes it very reactive so mm -hmm. the electrons of other things are like woo oxygen you're so sexy and they like to get together so that's why you have all these oxides, right? These right. other compounds with oxygen mm -hmm. creating oxides. Mm -hmm. um, and the the idea that of, of water, right? So water is super, super awesome and for a lot of different ways uh, and reasons. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go drink some while you're talking. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, so water is a weird compound in that the heaviest, the solid form is lighter, less dense than the liquid form. Right, that's why ice floats. But yeah. no other solid of a of a compound would do that. They're it's solid, is just heavier. water, just water. Cool. Um, the and that has to do with uh, hydrogen bonds and uh, between the um, oxygen, uh, the water molecules. Um, but uh, that, along with the fact that it has a um, a much higher uh, boiling point than others, it can retain heat a lot more without changing its temperature, which is really good. That's why the temperature around uh, areas of water is much more temperate. Oh, so the, it like stays the same because the water absorbs the heat without changing the temperature degree of the water very oh. much. So that's why inland you, know, you get up to 100 degrees places, but by the coast, you know, California, it's like 70 or 80 all the time. Oh. And that has to do with um, water's properties. The main thing that those all the cool things about water that we could digress on another time, um, but is because of the polarity of water. Because oxygen. Explain what polarity. So means. the polarity means it has two. The two ends have different, are different, right? The North Pole and the South Pole different. So um, positive or negative charge. Okay, right. Okay. So we're going back to the charges. So because the electrons, hydrogen and oxygen are sharing electrons. Right. It's a covalent bond. So the electrons though like to spend more time with the oxygen than they do with the hydrogen. Poor hydrogen. That's just getting left getting left out there. Mm. But what that means is that the oxygen side of the particle, or the molecule, is more negative and the hydrogen side is more positive. Would that be because hydrogen, correct me if I'm wrong, has only that one um, electron, electron mm -hmm. not field. Uh, electron orbital. Orbital that holds only two electrons versus oxygen that has its second orbital that mm -hmm. holds eight. It can hold up to eight. Yeah, so of course the electrons are going to want to hang out because there more of them can hang out in that orb. Yeah, I mean, and the, the, the oxygen just so they're not sucks really it. they're really not hating on hydrogen. No, hydrogen like, can only they can only hold two. Well, and and the, the, yeah, so they're the, those electrons are going to want to hang out with all the other guys instead of being by themselves. Yeah, so 
but electrons aren't loners. I mean, they're negative, but <laughs> they like to hang around with others. You know, they want to be like misery loves eight. company, <laughs> and electrons love company too. Bum, bum, bum. But that polarity of water is what <laughs> is the basis of almost all the properties that it has is because of that polarity. So there's a, the positive and negative attraction. So the negative side of the oxygen on the oxygen in the water molecule will be attracted to the positive side of the hydrogens in another water molecule. So it holds them together cohesively, mm-hmm. um, which is why water will beat up instead of just. Oh right, right. Out. I like that it beads. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. And then if you're if you're putting some if you're putting thing in a glass, you'll see the water kind of creep up the side a little mm-hmm. bit. That's ad- adhesion. Again, it's being attracted to the other side, all because of the polarity of water. So the and that comes down to the fact that oxygen is so electronegative. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> that was very sciencey. It was Sorry. so sciencey. <laughs> like I liked it, but at the same time, I didn't get a lot of it. <laughs> you so. got it all, baby. In my sleep, I'll be like the polarity <laughs> of water. water. I but like what the um? Oh. So back to the percentages. So the percentage. then, how much? How much do you think oxygen is the percentage of your weight? Well, since a lot of my body is water. Right. Good. Good logical. (laughs) (laughs) Not just a hat rack at the top of my body. That's my brain. Um, Yeah, I usually point at my head when I say not just a hat rack, but they can't. They can't see you. Sorry, guys. Um, So I'm guessing what? Probably eighty percent of eighty-eight point nine percent. Ooh, I was Look close. Because our bodies are like and 70, I didn't even cheat. Seventy to eighty percent water, right? In general, and then you know, oxygen, hydrogen is very, very light. It's one of the smallest number one. Right. <laughs> right. One. So uh, most of the weight of oxygen of water. Um, is oh, hy- sorry. Is no. Ox- so that your your weight. Um. Oh, two yeah. So two thirds of the human body by mass is because the um, eighty uh, the weight of oxygen in the water molecule is eighty eight point nine percent. So our body isn't eight. The weight of our body isn't eighty. It's two thirds of your of your weight of two thirds of your weight is is oxygen. Yeah. Because almost ninety percent of the weight of water is oxygen. Right. Right. Um, and then eighty six percent of the mass of ocean of the ocean is oxygen. So because again, water. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. So it's a kind of a heavy, heavy thing. So heavy. Yeah, that's heavy. <laughs> well, um, are you done with the biology? Did um, you talk about its uses? I think, yeah, because um, I think that's all I got on there. I'll come back to something if we don't, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uses, yeah, it's interesting because it's not as Biggest commercial uses for steel industry. Yep, yep. Because um, the carbon impurities are removed by reaction with oxygen to release mm-hmm. carbon dioxide. Again, because mm-hmm. oxygen's so sexy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also used to manufacture um, nitric acid mm-hmm. and hydrogen peroxide. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Which um, my husband it's used to cleaning. use as his mouth. Oh, that's going to taste terrible. I know, but he's he's a weirdo. <laughs> I love you, honey. Um also used I mean, for antifreeze, I mean, polyester, and before PVC, mm-hmm. it's precursor. Chlorethane. 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 Mm-hmm. And yep. it makes uh, also epoxy, ep- epoxyethane or ethylene oxide. Oh, oh that which is antifreeze. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. They've also been, uh, it's been uh, growing in use in the treatment of sewage. Mm-hmm. An effluent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're u- do- using it for, though. Do you know? No, I don't know. 
They're just treating sewage with it. Oh, Here, have some oxygen. Again, it may it may take up some of the impurities or things that are in there because it'll re, it'll re, it's more reactive. It's mm-hmm. what I would guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great combustor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's right because it makes again it's uh, the, not the fact that oxygen, but it supports the combustion of other substances, right. which is why they say, "Oh, look, it's explosive. It's oxygen." Mm-hmm. But it's not the actual oxygen that's explosive. Right, it's, it's the fact that the oxygen presence makes it more combustible. So you need oxygen. People in, talk in about like oxygen tanks mm-hmm. and how like like in movies all the time. Right. Like, well, then they'll say those those will have the little symbol on it. It's flammable. Right, but it's not the oxygen that's flammable. Is it just like no, if you yeah. put a flame to it, it that burns the, the organic things that are because you yeah. need whatever might be combustible. You need oxygen for combustion. Right. So if you have super concentrated oxygen it makes that much more viable to happen that's another reason why it's so important to our existence because not only is it in the water that we need and Mm -hmm. the air that we need but it's also what fuels fire Mm -hmm. that kept us warm right right. (laughs) so invent a fire yeah so but that's Um, interesting because that is used a lot in like movieisms is like mm -hmm. oxygen tanks yeah well i mean even even um um in jaws Mm mm-hmm isn't that oh, a scuba tank? Bite, yeah. You they like down. shove it in his mouth and then mm-hmm. it like bites down. And yeah. Well, again, if you if you put a fire to that or something, then yeah, the oxygen is going to be, like, it's going to, con- the fire is going to consume I wonder it. how the shark, co- or did he put a, f- I don't remember. Oh, I was don't a fl- remember. Was, a flare? was there a flare? I don't think I've actually ever seen Jaws all the way through. What? I know. You're a marine biologist. <laughs> Come on. So, it's totally illogical. It's totally real. We're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> they just saw the uh, really super huge uh, great white shark um, that somebody was uh, a shark conservationist was diving with and touching in the water. Yeah, so she got a lot of flack about whether she should have been doing that or not. Uh, you can't see it, my face, but <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! I'm looking at her like, why would anyone want to touch a great white shark? I mean, it's really beautiful. I mean, they think she, it might have been deep blue, which is the largest one that they've ever that's that's been documented. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, was she was really full. They were feeding on a dead sperm whale. So the great white was probably not hungry. Yeah, so, I still, still you shouldn't be touching sharks in the wild. So that's what she was getting flack for was that she was trying to show that you know they're not terrible things. They're not mm-hmm. just man eaters, mm-hmm. blah blah right, blah. Right. But not really being responsible. About, you shouldn't be going around just touching sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's. Have you seen that meme on the on the internet right now? Mm. That's like the ocean is so salty from all the tears shed from misunderstood sharks <laughs> yeah. and then there's a shark like, like coming out of the it might be the like a thing from jaws and he's like i just want to be hugged he's like <laughs> oh, yeah. out of the water towards a person oh yeah no there's the, uh, there's another cartoon or something about that there's another one like that where it was like i was just trying to get him a band-aid <laughs> i love <laughs> the one i love the, the picture of the of the shark coming out of the water and it's like documented proof of a shark stepping on a lego because <laughs> you can see his face he's like ah. <laughs> Uh, We just watched the Lego movie and the mom was stepping on Legos and she was like, childbirth? Stepping on a Lego? Like just almost up at childbirth. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, But back to the oceans. Um, (laughs) The water, uh, oxygen is two times more soluble in water than nitrogen, which is important because nitrogen is most of the air. But oxygen is more soluble in water, which is really important for the dissolved oxygen levels that are in water, which is what fish breathe. Right. And everything else. So right. It's really important for life there. And there is, you know, it's there's more in cooler waters. So you have the polar, you have higher, cold, higher o- oxygen. So level you have a in ton colder of water. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Right. No, I was I was just talking to a coworker about oxygen and water mm-hmm. and how like fish tanks, like if you buy a goldfish, mm-hmm. you can't just put them in a bowl of water. Yeah. Well, you need to dechlorinate it. Well, oh, that might be why they die. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it. I thought you had to, like, well, introduce so oxygen. You don't into necessarily it. like. You can have a a, a bowl. A fishbowl, and there would be enough oxygen that's getting dissolved into the from the air. From like, the air, okay. Yeah, but that is why they have bubblers and things like yeah. that for tanks because it does help to. I was talking to a coworker about it because they got a bunch of tadpoles. Mm-hmm. Are the tadpoles going to die because they need to dechlorinate the water? Possibly. Ooh, I should let them know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, there's some people can take tap water and they throw in goldfish in it and they're just fine. Yeah. Um, but other times they don't. But that's usually the reason is you need to. That's why they have oh. the decoyer and takes the impurities that we put in the water. to. Keep I thought it was more of an oxygen level thing, Mm-mm. especially with something like a tadpole that go that's an amphibian that goes through kind of a yeah i mean it could just in the fact of oh, how how your tank is set up and how much air interface there is mm-hmm. if it if you only have this tiny little hole oh, at the top then you're so probably going to have a problem definitely need yeah you need an aerator okay but if, it's, oh, if it's an open thing at the top then you probably I doubt don't. they will because it's first graders I'll talk to him about yep, it. You should. Okay. Good job. <laughs> Save the tadpoles. Save the tadpoles. It's okay. It's going to be a really sad science experiment if they come back <laughs> and they're all dead. Like, oh, it didn't but work. You know what? That's life. <laughs> that is. You want to know about life too. Um, hyperventilation. <laughs> Don't hyperventilate. Okay. Oxygen. Well, you know, so it's not from, you know, think of it like, oh, hyperventilation is too much. You've gotten too, too much, much oxygen. Yeah. yeah. No. It's actually because you lose um uh, too much carbon dioxide and it disturbs the equilibrium in your blood oh. so it causes it to increase because putting carbon dioxide in your blood brings it down right that's what ocean acidification is too too much carbon dioxide right and, uh, right it uh, puts the we uh, talked about that down. i think in our carbon episode, yeah um so if you're losing car- carbon dioxide it balances that so the vessels then that lead to the brain narrow and it slows your blood flow and then you start to hyperventilate whoa it's less to do with the oxygen and more to do with, more to do with the imbalance, not necessarily oh, okay. too much of one or the other, but okay. an imbalance, which I thought was quite interesting. Well, yeah. Um, in pop culture, <laughs> they pop talk culture. a lot about breathing. There's actually mm, mm-hmm. oxygen is used. The word oxygen is actually used quite a bit. Um, there are 12 songs, according to Ranker, that are titled <laughs> with the word oxygen, oh, mm-hmm. just the title. Okay. And then, according to Lyrics.com. Um, there are 781 lyrics containing oxygen. Yeah. Hmm. Songs. Nice. And, kind of you know, you got to think about there's a whole network of television called the Oxygen Network. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. And well, I think really it, think it lends about itself it. to because that it is what do you need for life? Oxygen. Right. I mean, that's mm. that's the first thing. And answer. if you think about it, that is true. And also, you need water, which is, which is mainly oxygen. <laughs> so. On multiple levels. Yeah. So I think they just, equ- especially for artists, they equate that to like, yeah, you Life. need, yeah, you need oxygen to breathe. So they also equate it to love a lot. Too. Well, yeah. But, yeah, that's the one song that I'm thinking of, and I can't remember what it love is. Love is oxygen, like oxygen or something. Well, she's like basically like, I can't live with that. I can't live without oxygen. I can't live without you. And mm-hmm. I can't yeah. remember exactly which one it is. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of them. Yeah, I saw a lot of them today. They were all super cheesy. <laughs> well, because you're not really getting deep into the metaphor there. <laughs> it's you're like, like, what can I think? Ooh, oxygen, I need to breathe. Okay, like, love. I need you to live. What else do I need? Love. Oxygen. <laughs> oxygen. Well, I'm like, I need chocolate. <laughs> you're like chocolate. Chocolate. I need you. 
Did you know that uh, oxygen is pale blue when it's liquid and solid? Wait, when it's what? Liquid or solid? When oxygen itself is liquid or solid. Because remember, every element right, can be right. solid, liquid, it's or gas. Right. I teach matter. <laughs> I and know. It, you just looked a little confused for but a second. But I'm just trying to. I'm trying to think of oxygen as a solid. I know, but the, you think of water. Yeah, I think you like that's what I go to. I was like, oh, just water. Oh wait, no, it's not no. water. That's different. But oxygen, yeah, I've never seen oxygen liquid. I wonder. Do you know like what temperature it needs to be at? Two hundred negative two hundred ninety-seven oh. degrees Fahrenheit to liquefy. That's very cold. very cold. That's really yeah. cold. That's why we don't see it that That's way. That's why. Yeah, you see it as a gas. But you know there's some scientist that was like, I did it. <laughs> Ooh, it's blue. It's lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah. And if you, if you breathe 80% or more oxygen for more than 12 hours, it irritates your respiratory tract and causes edema, which is fluid buildup, and then you can die. Too much is a bad thing. Right. Too much mm -hmm. is too bad. Too little is too bad. You know mm -hmm. what? The air around us has made it just right. It's perfect. Unless you have a medical condition that requires more. Right. Yeah. So, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, like my grandmother for the last five or maybe even longer than that, years of life, she had oxygen. I thought you meant she was still alive. I was like, well, it's not really. No. No, she passed away a few years ago, but oh, okay. she um she had to tie, yeah the oxygen tank because she wasn't being able to get enough in the from the air because her you know body just wasn't good at processing it anymore, so they right. needed the uh, extra but extra oxygen. But if you don't need it and you take it, then not so good. Here's a question because mm -hmm. you you are a marine biologist. Are this are the <laughs> are the oxygen tanks just oxygen or are they um, the mixture? That is no, I believe that and I, how that relates to marine biology, I'm not sure, but um, well, because you you went swimming in in the ocean, I'm sure you went uh, diving. Yeah, but we actually didn't because scuba. of my diabetes and stuff. I didn't do scuba until later right. on in life. Oh, okay. Those tanks. Are I just assumed that you went scuba diving. Yeah, well, most people do, uh, and I did towards the end, but um, of living in Florida. Uh, towards, the end. towards the end of my life <laughs> right. this is my second um, life <laughs> um no so those those tanks are not pure oxygen i didn't those think they mixture. would be because yeah. that because you can then the nitrous ones are, are uh, have nitrous gases in it and that allows you to stay down longer it's a whole like complicated thing but mm. um those are not pure oxygen but the tanks for el elderly people those are, are pure oxygen. Right. right okay yeah does it make them less flammable in the water not that you know you can well you can be flammable underwater mm -hmm. Um, Hello, no, no, I think it's it's more of the balance of Just of what you're breathing. what you need no, normally right. to be active right. and swimming and being able to yeah, no, and under pressure. pressure too little yeah exactly yeah. okay and speaking of pressure thanks for that segue oh, I'm so good you're at so this awesome I'm um, not doing anything <laughs> uh, the oxygen molecule can survive pressures of 19 million times higher than the atmospheric pressure so it's a really strong molecule it does really well <laughs> under the pressure. <laughs> Um, and so talking about not having enough oxygen, right. the lowest levels recorded in anybody's blood was in Mount Everest. Because well, uh, high, high elevation. Um, and it was 3.28 kilopascals, and the normal is 12 to 14. That's really low. And that yeah. person's so that's why people, alive? Yeah, apparently. Well, I that, mean, that's why I people mean, die up there. Atmospheric, uh, or what's it called? When Like the sickness that you get. From oh, uh, altitude sickness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my husband yeah, actually well, suffered from from it just being in Utah. No, my my husband every time we go back to New Mexico, which is part of the reason why he doesn't like New Mexico, is he's not he's not good with altitude. Yeah. So he gets there. And I don't think don't, I don't think Shane is either. If you don't hydrate and you don't take rest when you mm -hmm. first get there, you will be feel and altitude sickness oh, sucks. Oh yeah. Like you just he just was felt terrible for days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
he basically just stayed in the hotel room. We yep. went to see his brother swimming, and I went and ran a 5K. While I was pregnant. <laughs> Very early on pregnant. But mm-hmm. still, I was yeah, like, still. I feel fine. He's like, Ugh. Yep, that's what he's doing. He's like, nope. <laughs> I I mean, I lived in New Mexico for much of my life before moving out here. So, in, in Florida. In Florida. So. You've been at all sorts of altitudes. Yeah, so it never, it's never bothered me. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. Well, I mean, I, I dealt with it in denver but that was about it yeah but that's all i have um i have a thing about just real quick 300 million years ago when there were huge insects the oxygen levels 35 percent. so do you think had something to do with their ability wait but i i thought i had read somewhere because i thought i'd read at one point where like they're like why aren't there giant ants in the world Mm -hmm. like it's because oh that was because of their exoskeletons couldn't handle the they wouldn't have been able to handle like the the gravity the gra- uh, gravity yeah not gravity no. the oh. <laughs> words this, i like they couldn't things? handle being that big because oh they right didn't have a, they didn't have a skeleton oh yeah well yeah there's a certain the level you can't get pressure right kind of yeah thing. you wouldn't be able to handle how big were these giant insects well i don't know i think they had those like the dragonflies that had like four foot wingspans or something like that crazy. i want to see those i know it's so cool but only dragonflies i don't want anything else <laughs> yeah, anything other thing flying no i don't, I don't want know. or just any other giant insect <laughs> i freak out when the spider is like the size of my thumb i'm like oh go away uh. um yeah you think the amount of oxygen is why they it were had able to something do that? to do with that i didn't write any detail i don't think they had more details down there but the <laughs> oxygen levels were very high and you also had huge insects so hmm. coincidence something i think not make cola uh correlated i don't know corral um, but yeah so it is extremely reactive so it forms those oxides with nearly every other element except for of course the noble gases because they're too good for anybody else mm. mm-hmm. which we've talked about yeah exactly those jerks those jerks krypton um. wasn't even named after it <laughs> That was terrible. That, that was, was the something worst. I just was not better off knowing. If you don't know life. what we're talking about, go back to the Krypton episode. Go back, go back to the Noble Gases episode. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. And then they get oxygen, like pure oxygen, they get it um, and through electrolysis, uh, electrolysis of water. Right. And So basically cool the takeaway of yeah. oxygen is that like it is extremely important to our ability to survive. However culturally and historically <laughs> not so not much. a lot there no um which is fine this was a more sciencey episode well you go into the culture of it because without oxygen we wouldn't be here to have culture that's true so. artists hate to break it to you but <laughs> it's all oxygen. this is kind of why you're able to do art yep that's so. true mm-hmm. but yeah so oxygen go and breathe it yep enjoy it drink it with hydrogen <laughs> Well, you know, they have those oxygen bars. Have you heard about that? I have heard about yeah. it. They, they flavor yeah, the flavor air. Water. Yeah, so you can Not breathe the water. in. Not the water, yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. have heard of those. It was so a weird thing. fad for yeah, a while. it was. I don't know if this is still I don't think it's. On. I think it kind of it came like and went. Boom. It was like, ooh, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Well, because again, you can overdose too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to, you'd have to inhale that air for like 12 hours. We're going to cut like that, you but, off. Yeah. But it probably wasn't an oxygen bar. It was probably... I think they were giving people pure oxygen. When, doesn't that also give you kind of a high? Yeah, I think so. Well, because you feel like, woo, you know. Like Your for brain's like, buzz, hi, hello. I can function. Yeah. And then you're like, <laughs> and now I'm poisoned. And then, <laughs> Damn you, oxygen. It probably, yeah, it probably would do the opposite of when you don't have enough oxygen in your body. Like when you're at higher altitudes mm-hmm. and you feel sleepy. 
it probably gives you that buzz. But then, like, yeah. to have, like, flavored air. I don't know. I'm not a fan. Yeah. that's what I, I don't like flavored water either, so. Yeah. Well, I've, I've acclimated like my, to flavored water. I like my oxygen just plain. <laughs> the plain odorless gas that it is. Mm. So I like my oxygen. <laughs> Same way I like my men. Plain and odorless. <laughs> Which actually isn't true because, <laughs> side note. <laughs> pheromones are quite important because they'll actually uh, a lot of attraction actually comes from no i smell. want i want my men odorless no you don't your body does not you actually wants you to they actually did that they did a study do you think pheromones is the same as odor though well so that's a whole nother question See, because it's the same it pheromones it is a still a chemical thing you are you are yeah, that, i mean that's what smell is too it's a chemical yeah. Whether you're aware of it or not. Which, by the way, my ability to smell is super high right now, <laughs> being pregnant. The worst superpower in the world. Yeah. The ability to smell things. Except now that I have my cold back, oh, I probably have go. the average smelling ability. Perfect. Perfect. One good thing. The golden silver lining. <laughs> silver <laughs> lining thing. of this cold that will never die. I was just talking to my son about the fact that dogs can smell so good. I'm like, could you imagine being able to smell like a dog? That would be terrible. Like, oh. they can smell like billion times better than we can. They'd be smelling everything. My brain would just I'm surprised they want to be around us. And they're still like, oh, you smell so wonderful. They stick that nose right in there. I'm like, you don't need to do that, man. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. You could smell my crotch from across the room. You don't have to get right in there. <laughs> Sorry if that crossed a line, but I mean. They do. They do. Yeah, they probably they do. They, they just, just like, I stick their right nose there. in anything. <laughs> it's oh. your butt. Thank you. <laughs> but that's how that's how they see the world those lovely dogs <coughs> so so go breathe in your your odorless so after this episode gas. you go take a couple whiffs take a couple drinks of uh your hydrogen bonded oxygen <laughs> and um and thank whoever you thank, thank the blue algae mm, in the ocean blue <laughs> green algae that we are are here today because of oxygen. Mm -hmm. And that blue-green algae, thank the whales for pooping. Because <laughs> that's their that's It the all nutrients. comes back to poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They can't poop at depth, so they <coughs> come back to the surface and they poop and they fertilize the entire ocean, which fertilizes the algae, which gives us oxygen to breathe. But that blue Whales green, are even more but awesome. the blue-green algae didn't start with poop. From whales, because there wasn't any whales. No. So I'm but saying. But now they, conti they continue. Now we can thank <laughs> the, the whales. Right. The continued ability for us to live. Digress, Cindy. <laughs> thank the blue-green algae <laughs> that we now have. And some had before. Oxygen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, go get yourself some oxygen today. <laughs> but don't go watch <laughs> the Oxygen stuff. Network, because no, it's, it's not really a good network. No, no I'm offense. Like that kind of. Um, I mean, it's okay. A lot of like. It's true crime mm -hmm. kind of stuff because i was like oxygen.com oh it's <laughs> i was i was really excited great the whole website you devoted to oxygen i seriously was really excited i was like i'm gonna get some awesome facts and then i'm like why is this talking about this girl's killer <laughs> because that's the maybe it was oxygen maybe she had too much oxygen oh <gasps> the odorless that's killer that's right the all right, we're going to stop before oh, yeah, this yeah. goes, goes south. Oh, it's gone south. <laughs> we're about to wrap around the earth and come back Woo! up north again. 
because of the polar. <laughs> oh, the pol- because of the polarity of yeah, all, the of polarity. The yeah. yeah, there we go. Good callback. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, if you weren't scared away from us <laughs> talking, um, feel free to like, subscribe. Uh, we're hoping to get this podcast on Google Play and maybe Spotify, mm. hopefully Exciting. soon. Um, but we are on iTunes and YouTube right mm-hmm. now. Yep. And um, if you have any hate mail to send our way, <laughs> you can do so at um, elementalfunpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on my very poorly used Instagram account <laughs> at runmamarun50 by 50. Or you can actually learn more about science by following Cindy. At Pacific Mammal Research or Pac-Mam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On, on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Thanks. feel free to like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your Share. enemies. <laughs> tell anybody. Tell, tell a stranger on the street. You know, I've been telling all my coworkers. <laughs> and then I feel bad because I'm like, have you been listening to my podcast? And they're like, yeah. uh, you, my mom, yeah. My mom just texted me and she was like, Hi, so I found your thing on nitrogen on Facebook. Were you supposed to have your video? Was there supposed to be you on oh, the screen? Oh, no. Because right? my mom does not know anything about podcasts or anything right. like that. So she clicked on it and she said, she, you clicked on it not knowing what on earth it was. And I started talking and she like jumped out of her chair because <laughs> she wasn't expecting it because it's just the logo on the screen. Oh, right. Meanwhile, my great. dad emailed me and he's like, so I know you can find it on YouTube. Where else can we find mm-hmm. the podcast? Excellent. And I was like, I'll tell Ooh, you, dad. There you go. <laughs> so find more people. Find more people. Pretty sure iTunes told us that 12 people downloaded our last one. Uh, yay! I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm one of the followers on, on, on our YouTube channel. So it's all right. It's good. You know, we're, we're, we start, everybody starts somewhere. We do it for us. We, we do. don't do it for you guys. <laughs> but we're glad you're here for the ride. Thank you, you for coming along. Okay. We should go by. Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> you already said everything. Once again. <laughs> thank you for listening. My name is Grace. My name is Cindy. And we won't see you. Right. Because this is a podcast. We'll talk to you next time. We'll talk at you. Right. Bye. Bye. Testing, testing. Fa, fe, fi, fo, fu. They're giant. No, it's like it's like a a warm up. Oh, she's a theater major. To sit in solemn silence on a dull, dark dock. Oh, that's just foreboding. There's even more foreboding. You want to hear the rest of it? Sure. In a pestilential prison with a lifelong lock, awaiting the sensation of a short, sharp shock from a cheap and chippy chopper on a big black. Lock. <laughs> <laughs> you theater majors are weird.